Welcome to Mental Health and You. This podcast brings you the best information and advice from across the Norfolk and Suffolk Foundation Trust. Every fortnight, we will hear from one of our specialist areas, be it school and parent support, the recovery college, well-being or research. Hello and welcome to the Peer Support Podcast. Today's podcast is about looking after your well-being in winter and is presented to you by Rachel, that's me. Hello, Andrea. Hello, everybody. And Tim. Hi there. And we are all peer support workers who work within the well-being service. Today's podcast will cover what are peer support workers, looking after our well-being in winter, and we'll be sharing some peer support worker stories of um, looking after their well-being in winter. We hope that you come away from today's podcast with an understanding about looking after your well-being during the winter months. Just to introduce peer support work, just in case you haven't heard of it before. So peer support workers all have their own experience of living with mental health challenges. And the idea of our job is that we share our experience of this with others, along with our recovery stories to offer hope. We use our experience of recovery to help people to make sense of what they're going through and to explore what may support them in their own recovery. So, like I said, um, today's podcast is all about looking after our well-being during the winter months. And the winter months can bring a change um, to our well-being, both in a positive or a negative way. So, today's podcast is going to just look at different experiences of this. So, um, podcasting today, like I said, there's me, Tim and Andrea. And myself and Tim, our well-being goes up in winter, doesn't it? We both really enjoy the winter months don't we yeah um yeah i love it i, I love the the shorter night or the longer nights um the longer mornings how chilly it is um i love being wrapped up in a blanket um yeah i just really like i like the sound of the rain that's there tends to be more rain in winter yeah it's something i can really get behind yeah, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because um, I think it was, was it our nature podcast, Tim? I'm not sure if I can remember which one it was now, but we both spoke, didn't we, in a podcast about how difficult we find the summer months and actually yeah. how our well-being goes down. Um, but we also know that this isn't the same experience for everyone. So Andrea's joining us um, today. And Andrea, does your well-being go up in winter or does it go no. differently? No, no, it doesn't. My well-being is better in the summer months with the sunshine and being able to get out for a walk in the in the daylight. Um, I especially like getting up at six o'clock in the morning in the summer months and going for a long walk before work. Um, I can't do that in the winter. Also, as well, I find I tend to do less in the winter, so we have to focus on my well-being more. So, no, I'm definitely a, a summer months person. It's interesting, isn't it, how we can all experience, you know, the same thing. So we're experiencing the changes of the season, but actually it affects us in very different ways. So we asked the rest of the um, peer support workers within the team in terms of, you know, how does their well-being um, change in winter? And um, Tim, will you sort of start us off with the first one? Yeah, so um, someone said that they feel like they can have less energy, they can feel more tired and feel less motivated to do things. Um, and want to hibernate. Interesting. And now I I enjoy hibernating. Actually, mm. it's one of those nice. <laughs> 
cozy things to do like like you said Tim you know oh enjoy wrapping up in a blanket and a, a beanie and you know just being sort of nice and cozy and just sort of cocooned but actually the other side of that is yeah that that less energy, more tired, less inclination to do things. And Andrea, with us, what some other things that the guys were coming up with? Yeah, so some of the other peer support workers are very much in my corner. So they struggle with less light and not wanting to go out for a walk in the afternoon as the nights draw in. Yeah, so it sounds like uh, these peer support workers are, are struggling with lack of light as well. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's interesting, isn't it? Like, like you say, um, how how light can actually have quite an effect on on how we're feeling. I mean, you know, I'm I'm with Tim. I love, you know, I love the darker mornings and the shorter days and the longer nights. However, if you were making me drive somewhere, so I'm going to have to leave in the morning and it's dark and I'm going to get home and, yeah. you know, when I finish work and it's dark, actually, I think I'd feel a little bit different. I'd be kind of going, oh, I'm not sure that I like this so much. I mean, like I said, my well-being improves during the winter as I enjoy autumn and winter. I really don't enjoy the summer at all. But I think it's also seeing the strength in things, isn't it? So like you've said, Andrea, you don't enjoy the winter. Well, actually, let's have to look at the strength in that in terms of actually how can we change what we're doing in order to fit yeah. in with with the changes in the season. And the same for me and Tim, you know, when we're both going, oh, it's the summer. Oh, what is it that we can do to actually change what we're doing or to adapt what we're doing to enjoy you know, or to kind of, I'm trying to think of a word and it's, it's escaping me, but, you know, to try and uh, get through it as as well as, as we can. So it's like I say, same same season, different experiences. So like I said, um, what we really want to focus on is actually overcoming those challenges that, um, that winter can bring for our well-being. So again, we asked the peer support workers, you know, what is it that they do uh, during the winter months that kind of supports their well-being, particularly if their well-being is having a bit of a bit of a dip? So if I kind of start off and we'll just kind of share some some different examples. So some of our peer support workers were saying that they eat better, more nourishing meals. I know that I love stews and casseroles in the winter, but what's also brilliant is a slow cooker. I don't know if either of you have got one of those. Um, yeah, I have. But what's so good of one of those is that, you know, say if you are struggling with your motivation and your energy levels, you can just pop a few ingredients in your slow cooker in the morning, switch it on in the evening, you've got a nourishing meal. And even if, you know, you haven't got the energy to cut stuff up, you can get pre-cut stuff I know that can sometimes be a bit more expensive but also I've made some really lovely slow cooker meals using tinned vegetables where you just oh. you know bunging bung, bung them in you know a bit of um chopped tomatoes sorted switch it on eight hours later lovely hot nourishing meal so yeah definitely looking at what we're eating perhaps can can help us there so Andrea is there sort of any other things that people have come up with yeah yeah I just wanted to add a little something to what you were speaking about a second ago with the the slow cooker sure I generally tend to do my my casserole or my stew in there but then I I, I freeze portions so that's easy <laughs> to go to later on when I'm not feeling so good so there's a definite advantage with those hearty meals 
in that yeah. respect. Well, you know, I, I batch cook as well and, and like you say it's just nice to the only thought you've got is the night before what am I getting out oh I'm just gonna get yeah. out put down the fridge sorted microwave it later lovely so yeah so yeah maybe Perfect. some other activities yeah yeah so so the peer support workers have, have said that they try to um, sort themselves out some comforting activities so they're things like curling up on the sofa with a hot water bottle and watching television or doing knitting so I, I guess that the thought behind that is is doing things we enjoy don't necessarily have to be outside of the house with lots of people going to a tennis club or um other things that people do during the summer, walking along the seafront. It can be something equally that nurtures you that you can do at home, just just cuddling up and getting comfy. Yeah, and, and also I think, like, like you say, those things that if we're lacking in that energy and motivation, we know that we get enjoyment from, but we also know that a simple, you know, in terms yeah. of your knitting, it's, it's finding it. Well, for me, it's finding it. Where did I leave it last? Um, but yeah, kind of doing kind of doing stuff like that that doesn't take much energy that you will get something from, and you're taking that focus away from what you can't do. Like you said, yes. you know, oh, don't really fancy that walk today because it's raining and it's, it's looking a bit miserable. Take that focus away from you, what you can't, and put the focus on what you can, which is like you say, you oh, can cuddle up on a sofa, can watch a bit of telly, and do a bit of knitting, read a book, you know finding those things that we're able to do and and Tim what else did the guys come up with? Um, yeah they've talked about walking outside on on cold crisp sunny days enjoying the season um, and I totally get that like I've been known to take a picture from time to time in photography and frost on cobwebs is always a nice picture um, but just seeing how the season sort of changes the world around you is, can be a very mindful experience to me as well mm. um, especially just yeah because it makes the world really pretty to me. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like when you, you say you've popped out to put the bins out or something and you notice that those frosty cobwebs are there. I've done the same or I've done stuff like if the car has been completely frosted over, you know, instead of going, oh, it's completely frosted over. Oh, goodness me. But you can then notice the patterns in the frost. It can be really quite intricate and really quite nice. And I love the smell of a cold, crisp day. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it. It's just one of those, for me, very reassuring smells of like, oh, yeah, oh, this is nice. And yeah, again, it, it's, it's finding finding that strength in that day. You know, it might be cold and a bit miserable, but actually, what can you enjoy that's mindful? Even the mindful five minutes, you know, popping yeah. outside and like, like I say, popping the bins out and noticing um, the spider web. So, yeah, lots of different things. Yeah. I really think it it speaks to how meaningful the subtle things in the world can be to me like just like steam coming out of houses as you're walking along it's really homely isn't it and really nice yeah it, it, it is isn't it and again you know you and I are, are both kind of showing that oh we really love this season yeah, yeah. um but even if you don't really love it you know even in the summer where I'm going oh it's hot I don't like it even I can have those mindful minutes of you know when the sun comes through and you can see if it hits something and you know it makes rainbows and and stuff like that it's really sort of nice nice to do and um yeah sort of um other people kind of talking about doing things to counteract the increased darkness like, like we've already said you know it might make us focus on oh i can't go out for that six o'clock walk because i don't really feel like i want to or feel that you know it's something that i should do well what they would do thinking of was actually 
like putting up outside lights to counteract that you know maybe putting up the christmas lights a little bit earlier outside just to give that element of light on a very very dark night to, to cheer themselves up uh, or to just have that more sort of yeah light sort of homely kind of feeling so again lots of um sort of different small things that actually can make a quite a big difference to us actually so andrea any sort of more yeah yeah so uh, well just uh, building on what you've just said i know that um in the winter months i'm more inclined to, to light candles and make the room cozy mm. and i've got fairy lights up from christmas you know mm -hmm. the the previous year and i turn those on that somehow uh, somehow like i give myself permission to do that in the winter months i don't know yeah. so yeah and and like we sort of said about sort of changing things i mean whilst i enjoy winter i'm trying to ensure that i'm still active can be quite a challenge because i mean if you if you listened to our be active podcast you know me and being active don't quite go together but i'm trying and um it's it's kind of still doing that can be a challenge because you know in the summer um i would have probably gone for an evening walk you know 7 30 8 o'clock lovely i don't really want to do that in the winter because it's much darker and feels feels different so it's like well how can i change that again not focusing on what i can't do but actually focusing on the can so can i change when I go for that walk, you know, can I do it in the morning or can I do it when I first wake up, you know, actually have breakfast, go for a walk, then get, get ready for the day. And so perhaps changing the time of doing things to the daylight hours or if we can't do that, because, you know, we, we all have different sort of schedules. Can I find something, a different activity inside the home instead? that doesn't matter if I'm, you know, if it's dark outside. I mean, I've got um, a mini exercise bike that comes out every so often. Um, perhaps it needs to come out a little bit more. But, you know, then it's like, well, it's dark outside. Oh, it's miserable. It's wet. Why can you use that? Or if we don't have stuff like that, you know, simple things like going up and down your stairs or a bit of housework can actually be really sort of good um, active things to do as well. And, and Andrew, is there any sort of any other things that came up yeah yeah so people have said that planning things to look forward to mm. so you know booking things in for the following year when we know when we know things are when it's going to be lighter um and also things to to look forward to in the winter months as well so you know just those little treats a, a shopping trip somewhere or um i know in this this part of the world that we have a, a thirstford concert do we yes remember? yeah we, we, we yeah. do yeah yeah so it's like you say things like that or if we're not feeling you know ready to venture out or it feels a little bit too too much at the moment for me it's it's stuff like i'm gonna plan to watch that tv program that yeah. everyone's been talking about and i haven't watched um and like but particularly for me if i plan it for a weekend so i've got the, the working week monday to friday I've got watching that program on a Saturday and Sunday, not that I spend the whole day doing it, I don't at all, but in the evening watching it, that's actually my little treat that doesn't cost me anything because I'm just watching it on catch up or all stuff like that. And yeah, again, again, we keep coming back to it, don't we? It's that strength focus, you know, all right, you might not be able to do the things that you want to do because the weather's not quite as it is, or you don't have that same feeling of motivation to do it but what can you do 
what things can you sort of look forward to even if it's for me I look forward to a cup of tea at one minute past four when I finish work because <laughs> it's just it's just nice though isn't it but again it's whatever works for, for you and and Tim was there anything else yeah the last one we've got is warming activities and I'd love to talk more about that because I'm not sure what people meant when they said warming activities interesting what, what does that mean for you Andrea a nice warming uh, activity so having my cat on my lap oh. okay so he he as, as you both know he quite often during the working day gets on my lap <laughs> and then he'll pop his face up when we're on our our team's calls so for me that's a warming activity and hot chocolate drinking a, a hot chocolate which warms you as it goes down that's really nice yeah and I think like Tim it's an interesting question isn't it because it's different things but for different people um oh for me I love I love wrapping up in blankets you know mm. I love yeah. kind of uh, I find it difficult if my feet are cold I've always had, had an issue with so getting my feet nice and warm getting all snuggled up in a blanket and getting all cozy for, for me that's a nice nice warming activity or oh it might be actually when I find, you know when you first get out of bed and you're like oh, oh it's a bit cold oh I don't want to get out no I want to stay where I am no 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 but actually when I do get out and actually have that nice hot shower first thing in the morning yeah. oh that's really nice it's a really nice way to start the day Tim you know is there anything that that occurs to you for that I've suddenly got the urge to go get a blanket, wrap up and read a book. That's that's definitely something. But no, I, I think I, I get it. I think for me, it would be things like um, taking my niece and nephew, maybe go, let's go play to the play in the park. That's never yeah. that's never a, a non-active um, journey. <laughs> Um, and it's certainly a warming activity um, and actually I think there's something nice about getting your scarf on getting your hat on get your gloves on um, and sort of seeing like you say seeing that strength in in, um, in what you're doing yeah um, and, and even when you put all of that on and you know you, you first step outside and you're like oh it's a bit chilly actually if you increase your pace for a little bit I, I don't know if it's just me who experiences this but, you know, I'll then walk for a bit and then go, oh, yeah, well, I'll just loosen that a little bit or I'll just take the gloves off and, you know, kind of in, enjoy the cold as well. And I, I think it's it's anything, isn't it, really? It's it's what, what works for, for everyone, you know. I mean, everyone's, I think, internal thermometer is different, isn't it? You know, some people yeah. find it very, very difficult to be cold and get cold very, very quickly. So, you know would need to do those warming activities quite soon whereas other people you know actually takes a while longer to do that and again I think it's trying different things and finding out what works for you and your situation and kind of yeah going with it now I think it's a bit tricky guys isn't it to, to talk about well-being at winter and not mention Christmas in terms of um, how that might actually um, impact on our well-being you know whether we celebrate it um or not and you know it's, it's something that I don't know about you guys it's, it's, it's talked about quite a lot isn't it in, in, the, in the months that you know um and the run-up um ahead of it and then we get to the day and it's like oh okay so quite quickly but yeah it can have again both a positive and um a negative impact on um people's well-being so we wanted to have a sort of a little bit uh, of a chat about that and again we asked the peer support workers you know how they managed uh, things at this time of the year and you know people were suggesting it's actually they enjoy the festivities the lights and the treats 
which Christmas can bring because you know it's quite a, a bright season isn't it even though the the season itself is is you know outside is quite dark but I also know that's not everyone's experience in terms of you know wanting to enjoy Christmas or celebrating it or or stuff like that and Andrea was there any sort of other things that that people sort of said yeah people said that managing family dynamics could be an issue at Christmas time so you know I think a lot of us have been there that there's several family members we can spend Christmas with who's going to go to whose house um yeah how long are you going to stay around another family members what about if you were really wanting a Christmas on your own but you feel you've got to please people so yeah managing and dynamics and I think every family is different, isn't it? You know, whether it's a small family, a big family, or like you say, whether you're on your own um, at Christmas, it's it's kind of, we kind of get thrown together, don't we? And there's possibly this sense of, oh, everyone must have fun. Everyone must enjoy themselves. This must be lovely for everyone. And if we're not quite feeling that, you know, whether it's because how we're feeling inside or possibly, you know, like you say, some family dynamics can be quite difficult and quite triggering. It's kind of managing it. I mean, for, for me, you know, I tend to go over Christmas Day. That's all right. Boxing Day. I go over later on in the evening because um, other family members are over and it kind of gives gives me the time on one day, it gives them the time on the other day, but we all see each other as well and that for me works. But I also, I don't know if other people do this, but I also take stuff with me. So I'll take like a book, I might take my iPad, a pair of headphones because I don't know, is it just us? We can never agree what to watch on the telly during yeah. Christmas, is it just that? <laughs> it's not just your family, no. And, you know, it, it's like, well, I don't want to watch that, but you want to watch that. And you, you, it can easily descend possibly into an argument. Whereas if I go, well, you're watching that, well, I'll actually, you know, there's, there's a podcast that I want to listen to, or there's, you know, something on BBC Sounds perhaps. Um, I'll listen to that. And you guys do that, but I'm going to be in the same room. I'm not ignoring you, but we're kind of all together. Does that make sense? Kind of for me, that really, really helps instead of having to sit through something that I really don't want to sit yeah. through. So yeah, it can, be, it can be a tricky one. Rachel, I've also had people at my house and taken time out to look after my well-being. So yeah. when it's all become too much, I've just said to them, you know, it's been lovely. I'm going to leave you to it just going to go for a little walk, stretch my legs and walk my dinner off. And that's been lovely as well. So that's when I have enjoyed going out for a walk in the winter. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah, really nice. You've got to look after you, haven't you? Yes, you know? and I, I think, like like you say, if, if we're people pleasers and if we're putting people before other people before ourselves, which is only natural, we do then need to think, when's my little time? You know, when could it be that, you know, I might... I might spend a little bit longer in the toilet than I would normally just to give myself a few minutes you know or might might offer to do the washing up or, or something like that um you know it's it's yeah lot, lots of sort of different um different things there so yeah Tim was there any other sort of things there um yeah so managing managing in today's uncertain climate you know it's well we have turkey what's you know what's are the shops going to have what we need will i be able to buy the right presents you know there's a lot of a lot of um there could be a lot of pressure around that 
Yes, like, like you say, and and also for me, it's it's the constant media talking about it. Isn't it? Oh, there's a shortage on this. Oh, there's a shortage of that. And it can be overwhelming, can't it? When you think, well, what what am I going to get? Um, am I going to do this? And I I always like a plan B, you know. So well, if I can't get that, can I get this? Do we have to have a roast dinner on Christmas Day? You know, is there any reason why that should be the case? If we can't get what we need, can we have something else? You know, and yeah, like like you say, it's it's managing things that are out of our control, which are always quite difficult, and then trying to problem solve that and see, you know, it, again, is there a can in there? We can't have turkey. Well, what can we have? Can we do something, you know? make a new tradition have something else so yeah. yeah it's interesting yeah Andrew anything else um so some of the peer support workers have said that after Christmas it can be harder in those those two following months January and February when it's still cold and dark and you feel like those months are never going to end especially January and it's like oh it's 31 days <laughs> come on when's it going to be up and then you've got the hope for February oh that's a short month but then you realize yeah. it's only a couple of days shorter so you know not really so it's hard isn't it and we've got less money because we might have spent everything out for Christmas to have a good Christmas and yeah so maybe planning things in for those months they may be things that don't necessarily cost a lot of money yeah it is isn't it trying to find um sometimes low cost or no cost activities you know if we if we want to meet up with people is there a way that we can actually do it that isn't going to cost us anything or the cost is going to be minimal because like you say I think however you know you, you spend your Christmas if you're celebrating it there there is that financial implication of it and I mean I have stuff like my car insurance comes out in December as well yeah. so it kind of makes an expensive month a little bit more expensive and you know could, could we meet up for, for that walk on a nice crisp wintry day neither of us has to spend any money because perhaps we've both bought a flask with us so you know we don't have to go and get that three pound cup of coffee or, or whatever it is you know kind of finding sort of different things and and like you say like, like we said previously having something to look forward to having something that's planned whatever that might look like for you you know it might be that you enjoy a good sort out in January so you like sorting out all, all the stuff um, and just sort of starting afresh for the new year fantastic your plan might be oh I'm gonna curl up in bed for a bit because it's all a bit too much it's all right isn't it it's kind of again finding what works um, works for us and um, I think also kind of thinking possibly in terms of the presents we're receiving you know are there presents that people can give us that support our mental health afterwards you know so if we enjoy crafting could we say um oh i'd really love some crafting bits and bobs and that's going to keep me occupied for january into february that's going to really aid my mental health because i've got that to focus on so yeah sort of lots of sort of different things um kind of kind of coming in there and i think we've kind of actually we've probably kind of covered everything except for the last thing tim would you just sort of what that was yeah the last one we had was opting out um yeah to me i've kind of because i've had an opt-out christmas where i decided that this year i just want to do something for me mm -hmm. um and it wasn't that i didn't talk to anyone or i didn't answer my phone i just decided that on that day i wanted to get myself just a, an oven pizza i wanted to have a really simple day mm -hmm. um just to myself and yeah, do you know what? It was, a, it was a really nice day. 
um oh. traditional christmas pizza <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah stuffing on it no i literally was just pepperoni <laughs> pizza though i made it myself um oh, like I've, the the oven one just seemed a bit you know not not enough so um, i ended up making my own pizza turns out i'm not a great cook um <laughs> but it was a yeah it was a really really nice day and i didn't feel all that pressure from the day um i ended up going to see my brother in the evening um just because i felt like i wanted to but it became because i wanted to not because i felt yep. pressure yeah to do so that sounds lovely to him because like you say you know opting out doesn't necessarily mean i'm not going to talk anyone i'm going to feel horrible all day you know it doesn't mean that it can just be that self-care of that's not what i need for this day i'm actually going to focus on me and i'm going to do something that's going to support me and it's not that i'm cutting everyone off or anything like that and like you say you know you, you did that you put that time into yourself and then afterwards you thought yeah I will go and see my bro you know see see how he's doing and actually do that and like you said because you you wanted to and actually sometimes that's what we need to do you know Christmas can be a really really lovely time of the year but it can also be really incredibly difficult you know if we've if we've suffered bereavements or we're going through a very difficult time of things it can sometimes feel like the thing that you don't want to do. Uh, I, I can't do that this year, you know, and I, I need to just, like say, opt out and, and look after it after me and still touch base with those people around us, but take that time for ourselves. So, yeah, that's a, that's a really good one there. Thank you. But yeah, we've um, covered a lot of things here in uh, today's podcast in terms of looking after our well-being in winter and also, you know, how we might need to sort of change things sort of coming into the Christmas period. So our next podcast will be actually a ref uh, reflecting on the past two years that we've currently been living through and the things that we've learned um, from this time. Okay, and um, you can find the links for today's podcast in the podcast notes. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking that you'd like to refer to the wellbeing service, it's quite easy. You can self-refer and you can do so um, either by using our website or via the telephone. If you're currently having treatment within the wellbeing service and would like to have peer support, then please do speak to your therapist who can make the referral for you. So thank you so much for listening to our today's podcast. I hope you found it useful. So I'm going to say goodbye. Goodbye from me. Um, it's goodbye from me. Thank you for listening. And that's goodbye from me. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Please do subscribe. It's free and means the podcast will automatically download every fortnight. Do rate and review our podcast and follow our social media accounts. They're all in the show notes. And more than anything, look after yourself.